Welcome to the Sunday Brunch Series, where girl talk has never felt better. We're bringing that brunch and chill therapeutic vibe straight to your ears. I'm sitting down with a few of my friends to talk all things womanhood. Grab your cozy blanket, tuck in, and let's have a girl chat. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. How are you doing today? What's in your mug? I know y'all see this lovely young lady sitting here. I will get to her and introduce her or bring back to faithful listeners. We'll talk about her being in the studio in just a second, but what's in your mug, honey? I got to give a shout out to my girl, Bridget, because Bridget knows that I collect these Starbucks cups, okay? She knows tumblers and Starbucks cups, and she got me the green one for my birthday because the 24K green. Come on, Bridget. Come on. Bridget said, drink your water and mind your business, okay? (laughs) So we're using the green Starbucks cup from Bridget, and I did not brew my coffee yet. Sitting here in the studio with my friend... Jesus' second favorite daughter, because I'm the first, Marquiana. What's good, Marquiana? How you feeling today, girl? I agree with most of that intro, but (laughs) I'm feeling really good. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be back. Wonderful. So essentially, I'm curious about what your experience was like in cultivating community of people that make you feel good when you're in those depressive episodes or even support you. You know, depression looks different in different people. And if you're someone who's trying to support a friend who is depressed, you know, ask them what that looks like for them and, you know, how you can be helpful and you just have to respect their boundaries. Because one thing that I say, you know, I want to be nice. I want to be kind, but my mental health takes precedence. So whoever has to get pushed to the back, it just is what it is. And if you don't understand that, that's not for me to manage. I I cannot. Let me just say she telling the whole truth on that. Okay. It's the whole truth for me. Cause I've seen to remember <laughs> on the last on the last episode we talked about how I wasn't even sure that you wanted to be my friend because you was Fort Knox locked up, right? So then on this episode, let's talk about my response. <laughs> to that message i said hold on now first of all let's be clear it triggered something in me because someone said that or did that to me before but then they proceeded to still talk and be active and everything and so i really took that like oh okay so she just really don't want to be my friend or she just really don't you know i remember this situation I, i got over it you feel me i got over it i got over it So now here we are, fast forward in a situation where I talked to you about that. And then you was hitting me with the same type of thing. Like it felt the same for me. And this is funny because this is also something that uh, is discussed in the book, The Mountain Is You. She talks about how experiences feel very, uh, very much the same. And so we try to be like psychics on ourselves, air quote, psychics on ourselves and be like, yep, this situation is just like that one. When in reality, we have no proof that it is the same way. Yeah. So I remember feeling hurt, even though I knew you needed that time. Like I've said it before. I'll say it again. You have always been the different friend for me (laughs) that holds those boundaries. I mean, you hold them, honey. You got them on lock. Okay. Can't nobody get it. I don't even, 
listen, we on a podcast, so I ain't even gonna say what just came to my mouth. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I would not. I would not say it. I would not say it because I don't know how you gonna feel about it. But essentially, I think only Jesus can get through them boundaries, honey, because the boundaries are so tough. So me knowing that about you, there was this part of me that said, because you didn't, I don't, you said it was for like a mental health break, but you didn't necessarily go into it. And maybe you just didn't know it was like depression at the time, but it felt because you're part of my like core support group, right? So when we talk about people that uplift you and make you feel good when you talk to them, you're, you're one of my people. You, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so for you to be like, yeah, homegirl, don't call me, don't text me. I was like, wait, I can't text you. <laughs> And I, I think you remember, I did ask you questions. I was like, how long is this going to last? And you didn't give me an end day. And it really felt like we were breaking up. Right. And I honestly think I probably cried. Oh my I, gosh. I because relationships are super important to me, especially the ones where, you know, there is mutual understanding, respect and love. And so again, going back to that trigger, but also a combination of like me knowing you and knowing like, okay, trust that she's going to come back. She's not breaking up with you as a friend. And then I think I finally just caved and texted you one day. And I was like, are you done or what? <laughs> really? Because you feel like you don't like me no more. And I don't even know if we could talk. And, and I was trying to be like really respectful of your boundaries. And so I don't even think, I think he was like, yeah, I'm back to talking to people. I'm back to calling people. I, you called me first, right? I did. Because I was like, <laughs> I ain't trying to call this girl. Like, like, I mean, but I was, right? Because that, as much as I love people, I want to respect where people are more than anything, right? So even if it was the ending of a friendship, I would have just grieved the friendship. It would have hurt me a lot, but it also was like a new experience, right? And a new way to process that situation, not just jumping to conclusions and making an assumption that what the person is saying, they're not genuine in it. And I think because the last person who told me that was not genuine, again, I was triggered. triggered. And so yeah. it instantly felt like that so the combination of that last experience plus your boundaries being so tight only jesus could get in that really made me feel like oh my gosh am i losing a friend and not just any friend like a core friend somebody that i you know have connection with pretty regularly so i just think that's real interesting you know what's also interesting about that is when the first situation happened i remember you saying well, I would have just rather this person kind of go on hiatus and not even tell me. And I remember saying, like, I don't think you mean that. I think you would want to know. And so when it was time for my hiatus, I was thinking, I don't think she wants to keep texting and calling me and me just not be able to respond because I'm taking this mental health break. And especially because we live in two different places. So I don't want people to worry or think, you know, I had a soccer neighbor think maybe he got to me or something like that. I mean, Come on. He still lives here. Because <laughs> I do send wellness checks. I will send the police to your house in a minute, bro. I ain't Hello? I recall. So I was like, I'm doing, even though she said that this is not what she wants, I'm still going to do this solid so she knows I'm not ghosting her or dead. But you know, I think that's situational because with the other person, 
I probably would not have noticed unless I contacted them. And I don't talk to them as much as I talk to you. Yeah. So that is probably why, like, I would have maybe appreciated if I would have called or texted or whatever. And then they would have said it as opposed to being like, yes, this is an announcement. But then you still texting me. But then you still saying stuff. And I'm like, what's going on? I thought you was taking a break from life. What are you, what's, what's happening here? Nevertheless, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay, so our last question for this particular episode, can you share some of your favorite wellness rituals or activities that help you on the days when maybe you are in a depressive episode? Yeah, mine are really simple. I mean, I enjoy facials and pedicures and things like that. But the things that I love, love, I think like reading a book and because I'm so busy, I don't often get the time to actually read a book. But when I can sit on my couch and, you know, I'm a new football fan. So like football's playing in the back and actually reading my book. I love that. Uh, retail therapy, as I said, credit card will <laughs> trick on me every time. Love taking a nap. I love that you got good sleep yesterday, but that is often a struggle for me. So when I feel rested, I feel good. And I also feel like somebody once said humans are more complicated plants. So we need water. We need sunlight. There are days when I'm working from home all the time and I will just go out, take a walk, take my dog with me. And I love sunny days, like getting that vitamin D, you know, living in the Midwest is just all the seasonal just gray days i hate it but yeah those really simple things bring me pure joy awesome i love that for you (laughs) are you gonna tell us what yours are i tell the people all the time okay it's coffee physical fitness definitely coffee coffee is bae okay but it's doing those little things and it's having the space to like decompress by myself mm. because I'm so like forward facing with clients and pour out quite a bit in my personal life is definitely going to be spending some time by myself, like spending some time in my planner, watching some mindless TV, reading some books, just like existing on my own top tier okay mm-hmm. going to the store by myself and being like hey rack it up rack it up throw it out of car. Hey, hey, hey. okay is that what you're saying at target yeah. yeah and i am yeah i know and i have a best friend who prepares me coffee just kidding they don't know they my best friend i was like mm, okay my best friend out there i ain't getting coffee today because there's this one person who knows how to make the coffee perfect every single time and you know okay this guy? is like not Yes, not no shade, okay? Not no sh- not no shade to the Starbucks that's inside of Target, but a little bit of shade. Yeah. So, cause yeah. <laughs> y'all don't make the drinks the same way the regular Starbucks same. make the drinks. I agree. But this guy makes the drinks like the regular Starbucks makes mm-hmm. the drinks. So if I look and I don't see them braids <laughs> flopping around at Target with a hat. I ain't going to get the Starbucks, okay? It ain't worth it. It ain't going to be worth it, okay? Like Lauren Hill said, it ain't working. It ain't working. Okay. And when I tried to walk away. Okay. We just got done acting a fool, but that part of the episode was cut out because I'm not going to see that. I mean, we included in this friendship, but come on, guys. Levels to authenticity, not me. Okay. I'm sure they know how you act off camera. 
No, uh uh-uh. uh, I don't think they know for real. Um, they don't know. They just begin a little taste, but they don't know for real. They don't they don't see it. Okay. They don't see what you see now. <laughs> okay, so what advice do you have for listeners who might be living with depression or maybe ways to support somebody who is depressed? That is a very, very good question. And this is this is just what works for me. So figure out what works for you. Because <laughs> period. That's advice right there. Hello. But we talked <laughs> you know about triggers and things like that and I think I like to I'm I can see things I understand nuance but for my life I really like to keep things black and white so for me it's understanding my triggers and avoiding them if I can or at least being able to identify them and then leaning into the things that make me happy and I often find like without fail I am a person who goes internal when I'm depressed I don't know maybe I should work on that but what will happen yeah. That was rhetorical. Rhetoric. <laughs> <laughs> right. Back to my response. Literally every time without without fail, the Lord will send me friends to call at the exact moment and they will call about the most random stuff and we will be on phone, on the phone for hours cackling and it actually happened like a couple weeks ago with Seeds or Dr. Sita, as you all know her, where she just <laughs> randomly called me and I was like, I really needed this. So that's what I would say as far as being someone who is uh, supporting someone with depression. Again, like I mentioned, everyone's is different. So, you know, ask the person, how can I show up for you? Also, mm. respecting boundaries if they're, you know, saying I, you know, want to be alone. But I also have a friend who has a friend that struggles with depression and sometimes it can just be really hard and I'm trying to figure out what to say (laughs) that's safe but I think at least for me again everybody's depression is different when I'm depressed I can still show up mostly as myself and I know not everyone can and so I know that that can really be testing to friendships or even romantic relationships And I don't have advice for that because that's not how I, you know, deal with depression. But I'll be interested in your thoughts, Dr. Seeds. Cute. (laughs) Cute how you just boomerang. Okay. I think people underestimate the simplicity of what you said. Ask the person. Ask them. Like a couple episodes ago... Maybe by this point, two months ago, I released a two-part series on elevating your communication. And in that episode, I'm literally walking you through how to get clarity because a lot of times you'll say, how can I support you through depression? And some people who have a high emotional intelligence know how to answer that. But let's keep it real. Most people don't know how to answer that. They'll be like, I don't know, just call me. But then they get pissed off when you're on the phone. That's so really, uh, if you want more information, going back to that episode on how to actually be specific, right, for the person who needs the support, like, this is what I need from you, but also how to be specific in asking the questions about like, well, what do you want? And sometimes people find it really petty because I was going to say I'm like a doctor. I mean, I'm like a medical doctor because obviously, okay, Dr. Hood, but I like a medical doctor when we are in a therapeutic space or really any space for that matter, meaning I go really deep into examining what the root is. I am not just going to treat 
your open gashing wound, we're going to go in and make sure there's no infection. We're going to clean it out. We're going to check the other parts of your body to make sure you good. Like, did it impact any other parts of your system, yeah. right? That is what a medical doctor would do. So then a therapist in my role, I'm going to do the same thing, but for your mental wellness, right? For your mental health. So it goes beyond making an assumption because we could say what works for us on this podcast and it's like, nah, it ain't hitting the same. So you have to ask the person. So I recommend those two episodes, Elevating Your Communication, part one and part two. It's also biblical, Prophet Sita, about getting to the root of things like the Bible talks about. Hmm, Why is your face like that? I I don't know. Because you keep playing with me on this podcast, ma'am. At any rate. You keep playing with me. What I was saying is that the Bible talks about strong man. So it talks about, for instance, like we're talking about depression and the strong man attached to. Oh, yes, Prophetess Griffin. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a reason your face is like that? Hello? As I was saying, just me, regular Marquiana, the, the strong man attached to depression is called heaviness. And so in the Bible, it talks about like coming against the strong man of heaviness because depression is just a part of it. It's just like a branch on the tree, but the root is it's heaviness and it encompasses you educate. It encompasses other things like anxiety, uh, just general feelings of sadness and things like that. So brokenness, those types of things. So when you talk about getting to the root, you preaching that thing, prophet. Hit her up for prophetic consultations. Let me, how do I get out of here? <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We like to have fun. We definitely take all the things of God 100% serious. But also, come on, God also has a sense of humor because otherwise, why would he create us like this? Because period. Period. Yeah. I can't wait to crack my first joke with Jesus, though. <laughs> That's like, so random. Isn't that what I mean, ask? And you like, I'm in view. I mean, I do also have questions, but I definitely also want to crack jokes with Jesus. Like, come on. Who don't want to do that? Y'all just ain't never thought about that. You feel me? Like, come on. Come on. Oh, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As long as you don't hit him on the hard parts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about the cross. You feel me? Like, no. That ain't funny. <laughs> That's where we drop a line. It ain't. <laughs> I gotta figure out his level of humor first, okay. and then we'll go from there. Cause I get a little. The strategy that you have is hilarious. I mean, but here's the bottom line: he knew I was gonna think this thought. So, like. <laughs> All right, let's transition to something a little bit more fun, upbeat, so to speak. (laughs) Pop culture is always evolving, um, always changing. There's always something going on. Like, I cannot believe how much of an adult I actually am and how much the things that were trending are actually, like, not trending. Like, that was a five-year-ago trend. It don't even feel like that. So what is your current like pop culture obsession? If we could talk about a TV show, movie, song, trend, et cetera. And why do you love it so much? So I have a a few, well, maybe like one per category or so. Um, As far as social media 
Corporate Aaron. Do you follow Corporate Aaron? Oh, we love, we love uh, Corporate Aaron, uh, McMaster of the McManagement case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's going to have a meeting about this meeting because I'm telling her and she's like, <laughs> voice is literally nails on a chalkboard and I love her. She's the manager of logistics for Manager McManagement. She's lots of management in her title. I love her because she reminds me, I have worked with one person at every job who is like corporate Aaron, who has the voice with the that, with the clearing of the throat. With the meeting that could have been an email. Hello, there's a portal for everything. There, and she uses all the lingo, one-on-one, mission critical. We're going to circle back and cross-collaborate. And I just love her. Like, she told this one girl who, she was like, oh, you lost all your family? And she was like, what a way to bring down this one-on-one. And she's like, haha, just kidding. <laughs> like, just want to some levity to your situation. And there are people like that in the real world. Like yes. And I have worked with them yes. and been traumatized by them. So, because I'm so far removed, I'm able to laugh. As far as songs that I'm loving, I have been listening to Summer Walkers from Cole on repeat, and it's not even new, so it's not super current, but I just love the idea of J. Cole, who best rapper out now, and him being featured on a song that is actually like his song and him just saying encouraging words to another Black woman. I love that. I've also been listening to Mariah Carey's Vision of Love. I didn't know it came out in the 90s. I know that is not current. But I am just now mm, learning the lyrics. I definitely did say current. I, I said current, for sure. It's but, current okay. for me. Because I did not know okay, that song. Millennial. I did not know that song was that beautiful in the way that she talks about love. <laughs> At any rate. Um, Excuse me, Gen Z. If y'all don't know nothing about this music, get it, Mariah. Are you done? And the other thing, other than song, other than social media, what else? I've been obsessed with football. Like I said, I went to one um, college football game, and I don't even know who I am anymore. I am in it. Um, So that's it. And then I discovered a new show over the weekend called Found, which is so Mm -hmm. good. Um, So those are my... Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, are you judging? No. Okay. Would you like to share your <laughs> Wonderful. current obsessions? Thank, thank for, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Uh, in the so back to the meeting. Oh, my gosh. I've been obsessed with Harlan Coben. I love his books, but when he picks up shows or has whatever contract he got with Netflix, we need to keep it rolling because Netflix has not been producing the level of content that they came out with when they first started. Okay. It's like y'all raise y'all prices and reduce the quality. What's up with that? We don't like that. No, no. We don't like that at all. So Harlan Coben has this show called Fool Me Once and I just love his writing. I love the way that his shows are directed. I have to look and see if every show that's on Netflix is directed by the same guy because whoever does it does an amazing job. But I feel like that's not hard to do when the writing is the bomb. Mm. So I've been obsessed with him. I've been obsessed with Operation Nikki. And I haven't yet revealed it on the podcast, but I've also been obsessed with cat nails. Like I, 
tried to do cat nails for my birthday. It didn't work out. What so. is a cat nail? Yeah, to start over. Oh my gosh. That is the trend where they have the polish with the magnets in it. And then you put the magnet over it and it creates the design. I just bought one of those. So, so you're copying me. Okay. She's copying Even me. Even though I just asked you anyway. what it was and I already have it in my possession. Me too. Is it mine too? Fun. Anyway, they say that copying is a form of flattery. So, exactly. And you bought yours after me. So, anyway, social media can play a big role in pop culture, no doubt. We already know that social media people sometimes act like their life just revolves around social media. Can you share your favorite viral or trending moment over the past year? Well, one that made you like laugh, cry, or think, but more so laughing or crying. Let's go with that. Okay. (laughs) The ones that made me laugh, um, I believe it was Alabama, the Alabama brawl, aka fade in the water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The memes from that epic chef's kiss um so that was that was a good week and even more recent than that is jonathan luther king jr majors (laughs) the situation is not funny i do not think that that is a funny situation but here we are (laughs) just not leave coretta alone and we want him to so bad so those have made me uh, laugh. What has made me cry? I don't know how viral this went, but there was a, a guy on social media. He was in Detroit and he just posted a video about his neighbor. And his neighbor approached him and said he had three children. And he said, hey, the children will be here a lot more often. And maybe he was giving him like a warning about noise or something. He said because their mother died. And the guy who posted the video just kind of put a call out there to people. I don't even know if he put a call, but people just started sending in donations and you know you never know what's real and what's not but he actually showed uh them like giving the family the donations and things like that and anything like that anything about somebody coming home from war i am going to be bawling like a baby and then you said something that made me think but then you took it away so i don't know if i should answer that or not i mean if you'd like to thank you something that made me think that was super viral the submersible Every day I was refreshing the news, like, did they find these people? What is going on? And just, you know, praying and hoping for the best. Sorry. I'm just stuck on the memes. I'm stuck on the memes. I was thinking about the dun, dun, dun. black people that they was on Titanic. Dun, 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 blood and whistle. I mean, let's just talk about it for a second. What y'all, what was y'all doing? That's what it made me think because I'm like, who, why? I would never want to go that far down. Don't put me in 12 feet of water in the local pool either. But I mean, like, who was on the, okay. All right. So, pop culture. No doubt. I mean, you, you, you said it. I was thinking it, but you said it. Who was there? Who? Okay. All right. So, that's what we were so, I'm just thinking, like, I, there's a specific person who does that. Like, you have millions of dollars and you want to you want to pay a million dollars to die yeah. okay yeah or to that's how you want to go out risk death. yeah i just 
I could not wrap my mind around that. I'm sorry, you said risk. Have they been found? Well, no, I mean, they're paying a million dollars, not saying I'm going to go die today, but paying a million dollars for the risk of death, the very high risk. All right. Like the 99.9% risk of death. That's not what the submersible website said. Of course not. It just probably made you sign a bunch of waivers. That's it. Hey, guys, we don't know if this works, but give us your millions. We'll stay up here. You guys go down there. Yeah, it was wild. Wild I, ride. I mean, I'm just saying, what type of person does that? Just just saying. Okay. 2023 <laughs> had a lot of viral moments. And 2024 is not letting up. Not at all. They're already starting. No They're already starting. Um, I'm just wondering if it will ever be possible for Monica to live down those shoes because <laughs> recently saw a baby. Somebody sent me a meme of a baby with those heels on and it was the Monica song and then her on the curve and it just like kind of took me out. I'm like, can we let her live? This girl has done so much with her life and y'all holding her to a stand. She probably didn't even dress herself for that video. She probably got mad that her stylist wanted to put them shoes on her. Okay. Y'all let Monica brand them thing. Gunica is okay with it. I think she laughs. <laughs> <laughs> be careful with her because she likes guns and stuff so i mean i'm just saying yeah okay so very last question pop culture is sometimes fortunately and sometimes unfortunately <laughs> a reflection of societal changes and some of the conversations that have been like lying here dormant and let me just tell you black twitter be going off okay black twitter uh melanin shade room all of them be going off so is it a recent uh, pop culture moment or movement that you believe has had a positive impact on some important issues? Like, let's say mental health, faith, relationships, love, you know, just the stuff we talk about on the podcast. <laughs> just those things. At first, I could not think of anything. I was like, I don't know anything. But then... I started thinking about a trend that, well, I don't want to say trend, but just something that I've been seeing a lot of lately is what I call like these truth moments. And so mm-hmm. it kind of started last year into this year where you have like very prominent people allegedly being accused of domestic. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be safe. <laughs> the second. Kind of unexpected, but gotcha. Yes, alleged. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, domestic violence, sexual assault, things like that. Even like last year with the Hillsong documentary where they were talking about all of the heinous things that were happening at Hillsong, people being exposed for just a bunch of things. You have Taraji now talking about unequal pay and just people being really vocal. There was a a lot of information last year about aliens being real and that kind of stuff coming out. The Cat Williams interview Mm -hmm. heard around the world where not all of that was (laughs) factual, but he was also exposing a lot of things. You have Keith Lee exposing bad customer service. Justin Bieber. What happened with Justin Bieber? Well, he was exposing folks to look him up. Really? Sexual assault or grooming. Oh, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly grooming. Throw it in there. Allegedly Diddy. Yes, that's when I was saying the, the sexual assault. That's what I was thinking of. But a lot of these. Carisha, are you okay? Hello? I think she moved on, though. Uh, as she should blink once okay i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> no also to your point girl, girl, let us know you okay. 
a lot of like funny I guess truth moments one of the things that I can I laugh at every single time is do you follow the SNGs that's not what it's called but it's curse words in it the SNGs podcast with James and Fuad it's basically these two guys and they had a viral clip and then the viral clip Fuhad is saying, you know, hey, I went out with Toby the other day and James is saying, you know, you've been hanging a lot with Toby and I'm feeling left out. And Fuhad is like, I see you every week. And James said, you see me for work. You see me for this podcast. If you weren't making money, you wouldn't see True. me. And then James is like, True. I'm asking if you miss me when I'm not around. And he's just getting like, and they're laughing. Sassy. But it's, did you say sassy? Yes. And I love the authenticity because people are always saying James is sassy and I think he's okay with it, but he's like, you're my best friend. Why are you hanging with Toby all the time? And I think it's just reflective of the time we're in where people are comfortable being themselves, telling their truth. And I think that's a good thing, calling people out, being authentic. So different levels of friendship, like not opening up the door when your friend is like knocking on the door saying, hey. Hey, girl, let me. This one's very specific. Falling, falling asleep on them, you know. This mm-hmm. is very mm-hmm. specific. I don't know anything about this, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, left the past in the past. Okay. I don't remember Were you any of this. Uh, sure. Had to do with like Shagan and, you know, and then I'm like, no, girl, you have fun with me. Like, yeah. Oh, she's referring to when she came to my house and was acting up. Like, year before last that was over a year ago i mean but we're talking about comfortability with being honest right you still didn't answer that question what question Uh, the one from that night from august of 2022 (laughs) i i literally did answer okay july (laughs) i literally answered allegedly i did not but actually can you answer it for shagan now I love you, friend. I miss you. I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, you got a safe face. Okay. Answer that question. They're different. They're different experiences, is what I said. But you know what you want to hear. So she's being. So step into this truth moment with everyone else who is telling their truth. We invite you. It's time to talk about what I've been loving, product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Welcome back for another What I've Been Loving. This week's What I've Been Loving is going to be Vetsy's Cat Eye Polish, but more than their polish, it's the packaging for me. It's the surprise for me, okay? So it came in this pink little box and it was from China, okay? I didn't know that when I ordered, but I guess they give you like some surprises or whatever while you're waiting for your order and I left it in a cute package so y'all could see because it's the bonuses too. So they give you like a little scratch off gift card. This is actually what I ordered. This is the cat eye polishes and this goes along with that package, but the rest of this stuff is just bonuses, okay? Like bonus polish, bonus gift here. And then they got the cutest little booklet. Come on, you better introduce me to your brand and give me a discount. That's how you do business, honey. So for me, it's all about the experience. I wanted the polish. I was excited about the polish. But the bonuses is what's going to make me order again. And it's pink. Because I'm going to be Which I know you love. Hello. 
Hello. I was like, um, China though? If I would have known that, I might not have ordered. But then once the package got here, I'm like, okay, y'all got me. I'll just wait a little bit longer for the package. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> to think about what I've been loving. What have I been loving? <laughs> I've been loving, as I mentioned, football. I have been, well, until the Eagles and the Cowboys lost. And then I've just been watching it in the background. But I was like yelling at the TV into it. I love Jalen Hurts. I love CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, so they're both out. So I have to love something else now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's a very sad voice. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here on this podcast. We definitely enjoyed having you. And if you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, share with your mama, share with your auntie, share with your best friend, and then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. Well, that's all I have for you this week. I'll see you on these social media streets. Bye. Bye.